Good morning. Oh my gosh, let's make sure we're not. Every time, it's so irritating. I always forget to double check that I am off the Wi-Fi because homeschool, all of that stuff, it does not, does not make for everybody being on the internet at the same time easy. So what I wanted to talk with you about is like, first of all, how damn quickly this morning is gone. Hello, Robin. Um, not sure what you guys have found and, and I know that some of you are in the US, so I hope your day has gone swimmingly. I am not sure what happened to the last couple of hours. Actually, I do. Check this out. I got really excited. So my, uh, my new book is in the process of being edited as we speak. And I'm really scared, excited, nervous to see what comes back from the publisher with the edits. And I was like, oh, how can I make this? Good morning, Linda. How can I make this even more fun? So look what I've had had made. So the world is ready. Like I always say, the world is ready for your brand of awesome, right? So now it says you can own a mug that says the world is ready for my brand of awesome. Just to remind you on those days where you're a bit of like, Bleh, you got hang on a second, I'm a badass. I need to get this done. Yellow and black, so excited to get those. So that is a really big part about why my morning has just gone like zoom, zoom, zoom. Good morning, Andrea. Um, I'm really excited. We've got our, our mastermind rebel squad badasses uh, get together on Thursday and Friday of, of this week. So I've been creating some special little fun things that um, they will probably reveal to you throughout the course of the week. I'm, I'm sure they're really good at doing that. So I'm not going to spoil that one because you know, that'll be, that'll be kind of cool. So that's where my morning's gone. It's been doing that and doing all the things and getting ready and being excited about the mugs. And I was chatting with my husband yesterday, you know, as you do. So what's really interesting is that with, with him being home and the kids being home, I, I posted a photo yesterday of, of him. He kind of like trots on in. So I do my six o'clock call and at about 7.15, like we, we like to go and work out. And, you know, the, the, the calls have been really juicy. And, um, you know, the, the, the people who are in these calls are asking lots of questions. And so we've been running a little bit over. So as soon as he hears me stop talking, he like comes in my office and he sits down on the couch and he's like, you know, babe, what, what are we doing? I'm like, we're working out. What do you mean? So, you know, he, he pops in on here, like throughout the course of the day. Hey, Amanda. And it's just really, it's really sweet. I'm, I'm really, really enjoying having them all home. And, and I said to him yesterday, I'm like, so, you know, when things go back to normal and you're allowed to do this, you know, go, go back to the office, what are you going to do? What are your plans? And he's like, oh, I don't know. And so we were chatting through some different stuff, but what was really interesting is like, I don't always share, not because of any reason, but I don't always share stuff that's going on. And there was a comment that was made on my Facebook page on the, on the coffee run from yesterday by a lady who, and I thought, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of being transparent. I'm a big fan of, um, you know, if I, if I fucked up, I'll tell you I fucked up. Like if I've screwed up, I'm, I'm not too uh, full of myself to think that I don't make mistakes because I know that I do. Um, I don't like that human part of me. It's like, damn, can't I be perfect every day? Uh, but anyway, so 
we were chatting and I said, oh, this, this lady's just put this comment up about how I've stolen her money. And, and I read the comment out. Some of you may have seen it on the bottom of it in the copyright comments yesterday. And, and I've just kind of gone like, oh my God, like I can't believe that somebody would feel like that. And so I was talking to Dom about it. And I said, you know, I went back and I had a look at our communication and not because I wanted to prove myself right or because I wanted to prove her wrong. I just wanted to make sure that, that you know, I've got a very strong moral compass. Uh, it, it doesn't seem to, my therapist tells me, Nicholas, sometimes there's some gray area and I'm like, no, it's like, it's right or wrong. It's like, it's very clear. I mean, I know that there's gray area, but you know, I, I like to think that like, I really, I really want to do the right thing by people and as well as by me, right? So it, it's, it's, it's got to be that kind of marriage between, you know, what's good for you, what's good for them, what's good for the greater good type thing. Hello, Mark. And so as we were talking, I was, I was reading this thing through and I went back and I had a look at our communication and I was like, no, you know what, this is, I've, I've got the communication there. I actually remember this happening and I think her recollection is a little off and so I took screenshots of the emails and I checked them and I'm like no 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 like we're, we're good and one of the things that had come up was that she had said that she'd bought a ticket to an event in 2013 that for whatever reason she was unable to attend and was going to come to the 2014 event this is my very fabulous sales and marketing spy school event that got run multiple times and she just, it was like a big, big sales and marketing event and, and so much fun and so transformational, but she didn't get to come. I haven't heard from her for years. And then she popped in and I was like, okay, this is kind of interesting. And where the boundaries and your obligations and legal will come in, you, you'll understand in a second. So the thing that I've always said in this business, I, and I've made sure for what my legal requirements are, and I'll, I'll talk to you about that. So my, my policy in my business is that, is that I don't offer refunds because somebody has changed their mind. That's just my rule and my boundary. I am a small business. I don't have capacity to refund people. I'm not a bank. Um, unless it's part of your statutory uh, right for me to refund you, then different ball game. You know, in a court of law, if they said, you know, actually, you know, that you, you should have, you should refund, you should have refunded, it's, you know, it's their legal right. I'm down with that. Like, that's not a problem. But the thing that you've got to do is like, I was like, you know, my, my policy has been that since I've been running this business for 10 years, 10 or more years, it's like, I don't offer refunds. I'm happy to hold the funds in credit for, you know, you to come back into something different. If, if you haven't consumed what you've bought, for instance, but my requirement, like that is my, that's my boundary on that. And, you know, there, there are times like I've had conversations with high level clients about this at, at various different times as well. And if I make the choice to, as a gesture of goodwill or as a one-off thing, then that's fine. That's my choice. But the standard rule is I don't refund people. Uh, now to let you know, I have spoken to every Office of Consumer and Business Affairs Department in this country. And I can confirm for you that the, you know, stating, hey, just so that you know, like people approach us. So when you buy, just so you know, I don't offer refunds any of my courses or my programs. Is that okay with you? And does that make sense? Yes, tick that little box. I'd go through a sales process. So 
if you are saying that you don't offer refunds, then that's fine. You've just got to make sure that the people verbally, writtenly, <laughs> you know, that, that people understand that. And you know what? There will be some people who won't buy from you because you have a no refund clause. And that's okay. You don't want to, and this is a boundaries conversation as well. I mean, this is outside, like, obviously you've got your legal obligation, right? For, and you know, if you're selling some, someone something that's broken then freaking refund them or fix it or, you know, whatever the case might be. But really when it comes down to it, it's how you set the conversation up and, and you being really clear and being okay with, do you want to have a refund policy? Do you, are you happy for, to offer a 30 day guarantee and, or like a full refund guarantee? It is completely up to you how you do and manage that. But if you don't want to offer them, then that is okay. You are legally allowed to say that unless like, because they change their mind, right? So where your, your boundaries come in is where you, you kind of have to decide, well, you know, if someone, if something comes up and they're very clear and, and you're like, oh, look, you know, I just, I can't, you know, I'm, I'm not willing to do that or you are willing to do that, that's an internal decision that you get to make for yourself. Now, not everybody is going to like it. Not everybody is going to agree with it. But the thing that, the, the only thing that really matters is how you feel about it, the way that you communicate it and making sure that it is very, very clear. So what was really interesting, I thought, uh, like for this to pop up yesterday, I thought, hmm, this is kind of curious. We haven't talked about sales processes and stuff for a while on the coffee run. And, um, you know, the thing that I, we, we did in 2000, 2013, 2014, back then, right up and through till, um, actually really up to 2016, a lot of the sales that we made, they were from people like yourself popping in your information so you'd say, hey, you know, I want to have a consult call with you, Nicola. I want to talk to you about what you're doing. Uh, how can we make that happen? So then we'd get on the call and I always said, and I stand by this even today, that if I can help you, I will direct you in in the way that I think will best serve you. But you know what? If I can't help you, I'm not going to sell you anything. Good morning, Jess. I was thinking about you yesterday. Hope you're fabulous. You know, so it's not... Um, you know, my position has always been, I'll make a recommendation and then the choice is, is squarely yours. Uh, you know, these days I tend to direct people through to sales pages and, 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 you know, so they can buy with the click of a button versus over the phone with me because it was just a, it was a thing that I decided that I didn't want to be doing anymore, doing over the phone sales. Uh, I, I, now and again, I will, but it's not my main core focus of, of how to enroll people. And, and I think the thing here is that if, if you don't have a sales process, you're actually leaving yourself open for, uh, for shit to go haywire. So here's the thing that you need to do. Uh, make sure that the person that you are talking to, whether it's online or offline, that they understand that what, what it is that you're helping them with. Right, so the way that you do that is you you ask them a whole bunch of questions about where they are, where they want to be, how they want to feel, how are they feeling now, and and keep going through. Jojo, yay! So excited to see you. Thanks for playing. So you've got this, you know, you've got to be able to understand and show them how you're going to be able to help them move forward. So if they're stuck, overwhelmed, confused, and they want to feel confident, clear, and excited. 
then your stuff needs to be able to demonstrate that for them. You also need to be clear on what they're buying. So it's an eight week course, it's a two or three or four day event, it's an online thing, you'll get a recording, it's six modules delivered over nine weeks, what, whatever it is or a daily thing. Make sure that they understand as best you can and you know that, that you spell it out for them. Now, it is not your responsibility if you sell something and you've got all of that information there and they haven't read it, right? If they haven't read it and they've just barreled through and they've clicked by now because they were all very excited and that's really, really great, that your job is to have the information available and that they can refer back to it if, if they need and want to. But that's, that's your obligation. It's a bit like, you know, if somebody buys a car, for instance, and it sits in the garage for six months and then they take it back to the car dealership and they're like, you know, I've had this car, I've had it sitting there for six months. Can you just give me a refund, please? You know, you might not have driven it. The car yard is going to be like, uh, no, that is not how this works. It is not the car yard's responsibility to tell you how much you should be driving that car. It is not their responsibility to make sure that you drive that car. It is not the car yard's responsibility to make sure that you even look after the vehicle, right? That's that's your responsibility. So so the thing that you need to do is, is know your boundaries, know your obligations, and make sure that you've got the, all of that sitting there being really clear, okay? And then from there, We've got to let our, our audience, our people, our buyers, our consumers, our clients be responsible for their own purchase. Now, the thing that happens, I'm looking for my phone because it's got my cards in it and it, I'm talking on it. Uh, like if somebody decides to pull out their credit card and buy something, that is not buy something from you, you can't steal from them. Right, you're not stealing their money if they don't, if they decide not to show up or if they decide not to consume the information. You haven't stolen their money. They are just beating themselves up because they didn't do, they didn't follow through for whatever reason that might be. You didn't make them at gunpoint, you know, pull out your credit card and buy this program. You didn't cajole them. You didn't manipulate them. You didn't say that you were going to take their family hostage if they didn't buy your program. Each person has the responsibility and I think this is where um you know it's just it's just where it's really curious to me particularly in the coaching and the mentoring training sort of realm that you know there's a lot of people will just shirk that personal responsibility and and push it back onto the person that sold them the thing so if you were to buy a gym membership for instance and you don't ever go to the gym is that the gym's fault is it, is it the gym's responsibility or is it your responsibility? It is your responsibility for showing up at the gym or not showing up at the gym. It's the same stuff with our courses, our programs, our consulting, anything that you're doing, excuse me, your events. There is a, a like a responsibility for you to be able to deliver on what you've sold, but it is the purchaser or the consumer's responsibility to actually take action on that and show up and do the things. But make sure you know what your, your legal uh, rights are as a business owner, make sure you know what your legal obligations are as a business owner, and then make sure that you're you're maintaining those boundaries. It's really, really clear. Really, making sure that they're really clear. I used to get really scared of, um, of saying to people, okay, so there's just, and, and the way I would do it is this. So um, for instance, like I'm, I'm really excited. You can come along to sales and marketing spy school, but here's the deal. 
or a, whatever program I was selling, whether it's a mastermind or whatever, before I process the sale, before I process this money, before I hit your credit card, there are some things that I need to talk through with you. So number one, are we ready? Okay. Number one, I don't offer pro I don't offer refunds on any of my programs or courses. Does that make sense and that sound fair? And they say yes or no. And then I literally tick a box. The next thing I say is that you're going to receive a confirmation email from me outlining what you've bought, confirming how it all works, and also in there will also state how to get in touch with us and also just to reiterate that there's no refunds. Does that make sense? Great. I'll I'll send that through for you within the next 24 hours. The third thing that you need to be aware of is that you're going to be added into a private Facebook group where we're going to support you and educate you and motivate you and, and everything else. That'll kick off the duration of your program. Does that make sense and sound fair? Yep. The fourth thing that you need to be aware of is that pre-work is going to kick into your inbox straight away. Now, if you happen to unsubscribe from me, you won't get any emails from me. So please don't unsubscribe until the course is finished or until the event is over because I want to make sure that you're getting all of the information and all of the communication. Does that make sense and sound okay? Say yes, and I would tick that box. And then I'd say, okay, do you have any questions for me? And they say, no, I'm good, okay, awesome. So it's so clear. Right, So this way, if somebody does dispute it, you can say, well, look, I do this on every sales call. I have this on all of my order pages. I have my, my, my policies right there. They get an automatic email. All of that happens before they spend money. It has to happen before they spend money because it happens if, if it happens after they've spent money, it's almost like you've gone and changed the terms and conditions on them after buying, which is, you know, that's an asshole move. So make sure that they know what it is before they buy. And then if people come out of the woodwork, like what happened yesterday, literally seven years, seven years down the track, I know exactly what my process was. I know exactly what any of my salespeople did because it was a boundary. Like none of them were, none of them had the ability to offer a refund if in change of circumstances. Uh, I always sent out confirmation emails. I always retain all of my emails and my the email communication. I'm a bit of a bit, bit pedantic like that uh, for, for this reason, so that you can go back and go, oh, hang on. You know, if someone's questioning your integrity or questioning what happened, you can go, well, hold up. No, like I don't think that's what happened. Let's go have a look at the evidence, right? You don't have to rely on your memory because the truth of the matter is, you guys, sometimes your memory is not quite always accurate, right? So just, just be aware of that. So the bottom line is know what your legal obligations are, know what your uh, what their statutory obligations are, know what your boundaries are around it, and don't be scared to have them front and center. Some people won't buy because you don't offer refunds. That is okay. They can go and find somebody else who does. You don't have to adjust your terms and conditions, your policies, your standard operating procedures. You don't have to change that for every person who's coming through, okay? You've just got to stay true to you, what you want and what you need, and trust that people, the people that come through uh, will respect that you're so certain you know, about what it is that you're doing. Um, it doesn't stop somebody asking, 
right? And and we've, I've had people ask, so, hey, you know, I know what your terms and conditions are, but hey, you know, can I have a refund on this, please? Or whatever the case might be. Uh, hasn't happened for a really, like for years, actually. Um, but if that came up and be like, oh, look, you know, thanks for asking the question. Actually, no, you know, the, the terms and conditions are that I don't have a refund. However, for depending on what the circumstance was, I might say, look, you can, I'll hold it in credit for you for six months and you can use it on something else or whatever the case might be. Um, most, a lot of small businesses just don't have the financial buffer or the financial capacity to have a, you know, a hundred percent money back guarantee or a, or a, you know, a refund policy where they refund all the people that ask for it. So you don't have to have one. Uh, sorry, that's not clear. You do have to have one, but you don't like, you have to have a refund policy, but you don't have to offer refunds to people. Um, if you don't want to, unless it is their part of their statutory rights and their legal obligation, their legal rights. And that's a different story. So I hope that has been helpful for you. I trust it's been helpful for you. If you've got any questions on that, let me know. Um, but the bottom line is that just, just be cool, calm, collected and confident that you can run this business in the way that you want and that you're amazing. And I think the other thing is, is that when you develop that sense of certainty and clarity around what your stuff is, like around what your, your policies are and things like that, it makes it really, really clear, right? So there's no gray area. You're not doing it on a, like a case by case scenario and it's not ambiguous for your people. So that's my advice to you. And it actually attracts a, a different kind of level of, of person in. So there you go. All right, my lovelies, I am going to set you free about your, to get about your day. I can't wait to talk with you tomorrow about something very fabulous, let's be honest. Uh, meanwhile, get out there, go help some people, and remember the world is ready for your brand of awesome. I will speak with you tomorrow. Bye-bye.